0: Hello, you wonderful people, and welcome today to episode two of the Being a Sapien podcast. My guest today is a men's health cover model. He is a celebrity trainer. He's an ex-professional footballer. His name is Bradley Simmons. He is now the man behind the Get It Done book, and he is the man behind the Get It Done app, which is an exciting new app he's launched um, all based around live classage, which is sort of really relevant for today. And I can see it really sort of growing into a nice, solid business. Um, he, he's he been in the industry for a very similar time t- to me, and I've seen how his social media and his business has grown from start to finish. Um, and it's been real sort of humbling to watch. So I'm incredibly uh, fortunate to have someone like this on the podcast today, and I'm hoping you guys can get get quite a lot from it. Just a little bit of a side note, around about halfway through, my internet decides to drop out for around about 10, 20 seconds, um, so a little bit of silence, but I'm sure he feels it um, with a little, little comment, hello, <laughs> but um, yes, let's get involved, let's get cracking, and let's get listening to episode number two. Hello, hello and welcome to episode two of the Being Sapient podcast. I have myself here and a very very special guest, which I'm buzzing to have on, uh, Mr. Bradley Simmons. Um, today's it, podcast is all about mindset. It's all about performance, and it's all about personal growth. And we're going to be delving into sort of Bradley's Bradley's life and how he sort of shaped his life in a way that's going to give you some tips, tricks, and, and sort of hopefully some some knowledge that will help you in your life as well. Um, without further ado, Braddy, over to you. Introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Where did you come from?
1: Well, first of all, mate, thanks for getting me on this podcast. Excited to see where your podcast goes. It's going to be decent. Um, I originally, I'll come from West London, uh, originally was a footballer. That was the dream goal. Uh, uh, things didn't work out, went into personal training. And then the whole social media just took off for me. Uh, And I took that opportunity to grow this brand, which is now called Get It Done. Um, And now, yeah, it's been very successful, mate. It's been a tough journey. It's been a great journey. A lot of lessons on the way. uh, But I'm happy to say that things are successful right now.
0: Incredible, incredible. And yeah, as we were just discussing sort of uh, pre-recording, you know, it's, it's it's been a tough year for a lot of people um they've had to really it's been a real sink or swim year right you've either got you've got to get your get your get your head down and really focus and try and make something happen or or is it time where you got to really reassess the the route you're going down whether it's career life um whatever it is so
1: yeah 100 for me at, at the yeah, start of this lockdown good, good I, like most personal trainers we all had to adapt uh fortunately for me i took advantage of my large following on instagram um, and did loads of live workouts and luckily took that into now a, a, a new platform which is now called Get It Done um, and it's been successful so far so the key word for me was adaption at first I was worried like everyone what's, where, where's the money going to come in from how am I going to keep myself busy mm. um, but pff, live workouts just absolutely blew off the scale didn't it
0: yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. I'm sure I'll look deep into that um, in, in a bit I think we've got to, we've got to kind of go right back to the start. So yeah. take people through your sort of journey from where you originated from like a, a late teen to being a personal trainer and in the position you are now. So growing up playing elite level of sport and that sport being football, and I'm of the understanding it's, it started out with Chelsea and QPR, All right. that right?
1: Yes. So at the age of seven, I signed up to Chelsea, so at a very young age. I was always in that elite environment, wanting to be a professional footballer um, training twice a week as a young kid playing on a, uh, training on a Saturday and playing on a Sunday so i had to sacrifice a lot even as a young kid you know I couldn't go to the cinema with my friends mm. I had to focus on football so from the age of seven yeah I was already in that mindset of professionalism what I need to do to make it um things didn't work out signed for Queen's Rangers at 16 which was when the professional career properly started uh, you're playing with the, training with the first team every single day. You have to just really start looking after your diet, your nutrition. You have to do extras in the gym. You got to make sure you're sleeping right. You got to sacrifice all those parties. so you know I mean this is the mindset mm. that I actually take into my 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 daily life now? To be fair, even though I'm personal trainer, yeah. I'm not really playing for a football club or a team, but I've got the same mindset and same habits. You know. I don't go out getting steaming because yeah, I've got exactly. work out in the morning for my live subscribers. So, um, all these things yeah. I've learned from my career as a youngster, and it's and it's, it's, it's taking me to where I am now. Um, so I am thank, was, very thankful. Was that that, that football didn't actually were work those out? Habits, yet. or
0: um, yeah, go on carry on. Sorry, 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 mate. Go on. Well, those um, well, those habits would you say? Sorry instilled into you by someone when you were growing up was there someone that you would look up to and, and be like okay that's that person who's instilled those habits into me and, and got me into this mindset
1: yeah I was very fortunate my older brother was six years older than me he was playing for Chelsea at the time he was representing England uh, internationally so for me that was a goal and to get that I had to be very professional and being the first child which my brother was my mum and dad were very much all right early night sleep make sure you're eating well so even though I was a fourth child and there was less, um, pressure on me, I obviously saw him growing up. So I took that on board. Um, it was very easy for me to do because he was a role model and I wanted to do what he wanted, what he did to be fair.
0: Yeah. For so sure. I was very
1: fortunate. I had that um, role model and- in that family, my family.
0: Amazing. When we then, uh, sort of relate that back to, to where you went from, from a personal training, uh, from from football into personal training. Was yeah. there sort of something that sort of yeah, I, I understand you had a, an injury, but was there something that really was like, okay, do you know what? I'm now getting to the point where I don't think this football career is going to take off for me. Mm-hmm. I need to sort of have something as a backup or something I need to delve into now, just in case this doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, well, I just I just got back from doing my ACL um I got myself back playing again and unfortunately then snapped my ankle in three places so that's when I was like Phew. one first of all how am I gonna keep myself busy over this injured period and I thought get myself a personal training qualification and get my UA for B qualification in coaching I wasn't sure which avenue to go down if football didn't work out still had the mindset I'm still gonna be a footballer even if it's league one or league two even conference prem um but then as I was doing the personal training qualification I actually really really enjoyed it and then and I, I, I knew I'd be very good at it. Um, went down the coaching route wasn't necessary for me, um, and then also, I'm not, I'm not shy to say I'm very um, money, um, or I'm very ambitious. And obviously, I thought to myself, "Am I going to make the dream money playing in Conference League Two football? Probably not, you know." Um, and I knew personal trainers, especially if you're working with celebrities or you're working with actors actresses you can actually earn a decent living you know and I looked into that yeah, so that was sure, another yeah. really motivation for me to do that um so I thought you know what let's give personal training a go so I got into personal training and I didn't look back to me honest mate um parts yeah, of me just fell out, fell out of love of football as well which was one of the main reasons I stuck to personal training but it took off for me very quickly yeah uh, what six months into my personal training I was training John Terry you know so um
0: so yeah, for incredible. me it
1: just took off
0: Yeah. So I, yeah, I, um, I I remember listening back. This must be a good two years now. You were on a podcast with friends of mine, uh, three dumbbells, Matt, friend, Seb. And I remember you, you, you said something there where you had straight away this, this sort of mindset and you applied yourself. You just started messaging people, messaging celebrities, messaging, like whoever whoever it was that you thought you would be a a good fit to train. And you were like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this happen. And, that sort of mindset of like, okay, you don't ask, you don't get, you don't try, you'll never know. Mm-hmm. For me, I think like anyone listening to this is a, it's a huge takeaway because there might be a point in your life where you're coming coming up to, the uh, you're facing a bit of hardship or you're in that position in your career or in your personal life where you're like, I'm in an r in, okay, there's a bit of fear factor coming involved. Well, if you just apply, okay, if I try, no matter what, I will find out the answer. It could be, you could fail, but you could yeah. succeed. And that's where you kind of like straight away from day one in your, in your career as a personal trainer had that, that mindset. Yeah. i
1: percent. just saying I, I wanted to be successful, you know, uh, and I wasn't too worried of what other yeah. people were, were saying about me. I just wanted to be successful. And I knew I would be, I'd be able to learn on the journey at a time when I was missing all these celebrities and athletes, I probably wasn't the most experienced, didn't have much knowledge about personal training or, but, Coming from a footballing background, I was quite confident, you know. I knew, I knew enough. Um, I believed in myself. And yeah, like, like you mentioned, I was just hungry um, to get going straight yeah. away. Um, I was working at Virgin Active at the time. I was like, this ain't for me for the long run. I, I enjoyed it, but I wanted to be training top athletes and top celebrities. And um, I grafted yeah. from day one. And luckily, I did it. And luckily, I'm now, that's helped me now to be in the position I am now with following on Instagram to allow me to grow a new business. So, yeah, it's been a long yeah. seven years, but the graft has paid off.
0: Yeah, exactly sure. that. Exactly that. I mean, you've been and in yeah, the industry at the like exactly same time as me, to be fair.
1: Yeah. And like you said, don't, if you don't ask, you don't get. And even honestly, if you're not even ready uh, to be put in that situation, you're going to learn from that situation. So if you fail, you'll be able to learn from it and go again and then succeed. So I always say to people, exactly don't be that. scared. Don't be frightened. If you fail, that's just life. You will always fail, but you'll learn from yeah. it. Uh, you'll improve, improving yourself, and you'll succeed the next time.
0: Yeah, exactly that. And I, yeah, and that's that's a that's a real powerful mindset to get into. You know, it's it's, it's tough. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's always fear yeah. factor in in anyone's life and in anyone's situation. You know, there's uh, even with me, I've I've been in situations about my life. I'm sure you have too, where you've definitely questioned the decision that you want to make, um, or mm-hmm. or, or questioned the potential opportunity. But just having that sort of that sort of like that sort of internal voice inside you that kinda of says, Do you know what? I'm gonna give it a go. And if it doesn't kinda of, pay off for me, at least I've tried, you know. So kind of not being harsh on yourself if, if it doesn't pull through.
1: Well yeah, and I always say to people, if it doesn't, if it fails, you can always go back into that comfort zone of yours. Do you know what I mean? And that comfort zone was training 30 people a week at Virgin Active. Do you know what I mean? So I always knew that was yeah. there. I was successful, I had loads of clients at Virgin Active, but I wanted more. Um so I always knew if I fail, then I can always result back to this. And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, exactly that. What mind you I mean, this is probably people that are coming new into the industry now. What did you find yeah. was your biggest challenge when you first started in, in fitness? Um, and how did you sort of manoeuvre that? Um, to be fair, it was
1: probably... <laughs> uh, it's probably the other personal trainers that Virgin Active at the time who just couldn't who just couldn't stand a new a new youngster coming into the gym and taking all the clients, you know, and that was a massive challenge for yeah. me. I remember actually getting into a few fights. Um, it's it's a doggy dog world the personal training world. So for those that are come into the yeah. industry, prepare to look after yourself. You know, come in confident. Make sure you know the basics. Master the basics, and you'll be fine um and just watch out for those people who uh, won't like you stepping on their toes and so that was probably yeah. the first lesson straight away i came from a footballing background which was quite similar and i didn't expect it from the personal training industry but those gyms the virgin actives the fitness firsts trust me it's not it's not always yeah, it's uh, roses it's tough um but yeah but what i learned as well what i had to learn fast i i wasn't scared to pick people's brains So the personal trainers I did get along with, I used to sit them down for 20 minutes and just literally pick their brains, ask them about different topics, different methods of training. Um, And I'd constantly be watching. I'd be on the gym floor just watching and learning. So that was the best Mm -hmm. thing I did. For me, am I someone to be learning in the classroom? No, for me, I have to be watching. I have to be visualising. I'm that type of learner. So I used to spend hours on the gym floor. Training myself, yes, but also just observing and watching. Um, And that really helped me early on.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah, very similar to me in that respect. I, I'm I'm not the most gifted when it comes to sitting down and reading out of a book for sure. Yeah. Um, but I'll, yeah, I've always been someone who's kind of sat there, observed, like you said, and just sort of picking people's brains is is, is a big thing. And I, and I've um, I've I've never been scared to ask people for help. And I think a lot of people um, might see that sometimes a bit of a weakness. You know, if I'm not yeah. if I'm not clued up in something, or, or I don't, or I don't feel like. You know, that that if i'm a, a client's come to me and ask me for for advice and that it's not my that's not my remit it's not my field i'm yeah. more than happy to either pass on or ask someone for help to be able to give that person advice you know don't be afraid to don't, don't be afraid to do that because yeah you'll you'll look worse if you're giving this person advice trying to give this person help and you're not you're not the right person for that job no of
1: course But you don't have to look at the most successful people in the world. They have people working for them who have got the knowledge in certain fields, you know? So, Hmm. do you know what I mean? So, like, that's the way I see it, you know? I've got a team now and I can't do everything, so I make sure I employ people who who, who specialise in those certain areas. And, yes, I have to pay them, but that payment pays off. I can't do everything by myself. And the the quicker you realise that, uh, the, the quicker success you will have. But yeah, of course, pick people people's brains for fun. It will definitely help you.
0: Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, and then coming to a bit more sort of uh, physical challenges yourself. So we've we've spoken about you transitioning from football career into a personal training career. Yeah. Some of the actual challenges that I know you've done um, a London marathon, so a bit more of a physical challenge. You did a French cycling challenge as well. Is it Le Tour? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, 175 175 k bike ride. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it was, mate. It was, it was it was insane. It made, like, literally, the marathon seemed like a, like a walk around a field. Do you know what I mean? It was so tough. It made the, it made yeah. the marathon seem so easy.
0: Yeah, and at parts, so there's only parts of of both of those challenges and both of those sort of physical demands on your body where you're gonna be like, do you know what? There's, 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 something inside me telling me that I'm cramping. My hips are hurting. My feet are hurting. My legs are hurting. You know, yeah. I, I'm in, I'm in a tough place right now. How do you apply a bit of mental fortitude and a bit of mental strength to allow you to get better physically?
1: Um, well, again, it's just not being scared of failure, not, not accepting that look, I, I'm not fit enough right now or I'm not strong enough right now. But that doesn't mean I'm going to quit. That doesn't mean I'm going to get to where I need to be, you know? Um, yeah. there was, I remember running, like, even in, the, in social media, I see people doing 5Ks in 19 minutes. And I, at the time, I was like, I was way off it. But that doesn't mean I stop and I and I don't carry on running to try and achieve that time. You know, I keep pushing myself, keep believing in myself, and keep going. Um, it was like that that cycle. I'd never cycled ever before. And my management said, "Look, we've got a new challenge for you. It'll be good for you. Uh, good to show your followers that you're capable of these like incredible uh, fitness challenges. It's going to motivate people. It's going to c- continue building a brand, and it's something for you to just look back and then and." and and say you've like, achieved something. So I said, like, cool, no worries. I said, when is it? And they said, oh, it's in three weeks. I said, three weeks? <laughs> I had never rode on a bike before, mate. Like a proper cycling bike with the spikes and with the shoes, with the uh, cycling shoes. So I went to the athletic lab. Uh, so I did three weeks of training in an athletic lab, which was class, but I still hadn't been on a road bike. And I got, I flew to France um, and I was kind of getting a really expensive bike and they, they assumed that I was a proper cyclist. And I got on it. <laughs> I got on it. I got on it and I fell three times. And they looked at me like, Are you, have you cycled before? I said, I have an athletic lab, but I'm not actually on the road. <laughs> the, the next day I had to cycle 175 kilometers up to three mountains. But I, achieved, I did it, mate. I didn't do it in world record time. <laughs> I really struggled at one point. Uh, it got to the third mountain and I looked at it and I said, there's no chance. My, my glutes were in absolute bits, mate. I'd already. I looked at my my watch. I already burnt nine thousand calories. I had no energy left, wow. and and I said, "But the finish line is just the other side of that mountain. You have to go up the mountain, uh, and as you come down the mountain, the finish line is there." And This is what, hundred and sixty kilometers in, already psych up two massive mountains. That's a big
0: stim. That's a big stim oh, already. <laughs> mate.
1: and I was shattered. Um, uh, and then I downed a can of coke. And I just pushed myself through it, mate. Uh, and I did it again, not in world record time, but I crossed the line, which was the most important thing. But it yeah, was class, man. I absolutely exactly loved that. it. Um, and and achievement—that's is-
0: a, a point where you've—you've—it's an achievement that you just said you 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 didn't really prepare for. You went into it not really expecting that much, probably of yourself, but knowing that do you know what, no matter what, I'm going to give it my best shot. and if i fail i fail i'll learn from it and if i succeed which you did you'd be like probably will prepare myself a little bit more next time well i wasn't given the time yeah i wasn't (laughs)
1: given the time to prepare um but no there's something i definitely would like to do again but prepare properly but the tough thing is now doing all those challenges which i loved i haven't just haven't got the time for it now you're growing a business i haven't got time for it yeah um like, I love the, the CrossFit world, do you know what I mean? I, I saw the competitive side, I was like, do you know what, I missed that from the football world, I love to be able to do that. Um, but then I realised I've always also grown a business, and for me to be as fit and the best in the CrossFit world, in the UK, in the London like, circle, I thought like, I've got to train off like an athlete again. I've got to be properly in that mindset, and yeah, I just tough. didn't have the time, unfortunately. So for me, I was like, no, nah, just concentrate on the business and just continue being fit and healthy. So, yeah.
0: um,
1: but I don't know, one day, you never know, I might get into that CrossFit world. We'll see.
0: Yeah. CrossFit game is beautiful, mate. I love it. It's my bag. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Um, it's, it's For me, I think CrossFit as a style of fitness, I suppose, is the pinnacle. There's no other sort of concept i believe where you can develop skill strength yeah mobility um and just pure sheer fitness through yeah. like in, in, in one space you know um, and the
1: social social side of it as well mate
0: cool. the community side of it is amazing yeah. amazing um and that's i think that's what a lot of fitness businesses especially in london really fail to understand is that growing a community of people who are there to just turn up yeah and train and you know, develop themselves is incredibly powerful.
1: Um, yeah,
0: 100%. So, yeah, that's... It's, it's,
1: and even in this app space, which I'm in now, um, it's not really about how good your sessions are. It's actually about building a community which doesn't which make you succeed because people yeah, exactly. love being in community. So that's something me and my team are really trying to work hard on at the minute.
0: Yeah, amazing. So lockdown kind of came about for you and you jumped to it sort of all glands blazing you you saw this opportunity in in the market for yeah. online classes um and decided to sort of go 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 straight in from day one of lockdown um how did for, for a start how did lockdown initially first affect you when sort of covid came about and was there anything that sparked this idea for you to to set up your, your sort of get it done platform and Drive it and be sort of so focused on making it a success.
1: Yeah, well, obviously when lockdown happened and we went, the gym started closing. I was like, I wasn't doing personal training anymore. I was like, oh, one, I'm really bored, and two, like, how am I, I going to earn some money? You know. Um, and then I just had an idea in my head. It's like maybe I do some live workouts, uh, just to keep me busy. Really, like, I'm, I'm going to work out myself, so I might as well get people involved. And I was doing a few clients on Zoom, and it was so boring, mate. Like, you miss yeah. that human connection, like it's tough, like doing personal training on zoom. So I decided to do a live workout and I was too far, I was really nervous, mate, because I was thinking, look, loads of people are going to see how many numbers I've got. If I've got rubbish numbers, it's going to look terrible me. So again, I took the risk, but fortunately for me, mate, I, I had thousands and thousands to do my live workouts and it just grew and grew. And my following grew massively as well. So that was a massive motive for me. Um, and then I introduced raising money for charity, which again was great. Um, And due to the amount of money I raised for charity, that gave me the confidence and motivation to then go and create this online platform and knowing it will be a success. So, I mean, I just grafted my nuts off. I did three sessions. I was doing two live sessions a day. uh, And I grafted for, what, six, seven months. And and it's paid off, to be fair. So, I'm glad I did it. Um, But I'm not going to lie, mate. My body is absolutely exhausted from all these other workouts. I haven't stopped for a year now. Hello.
0: Hey, mate, I'm back. still here. What? A, the whole internet just 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 dropped out. Dude. What a pain in the ass. <laughs> Jay, we we're talking about you uh, seizing an opportunity and, and, and adapting to, to then setting up your platform.
1: Yeah. So when lockdown hit, like every personal training industry it was like, where's the income going to come in? Um, how am I going to keep myself busy? And I was training people on, on Zoom, and it wasn't enjoyable for me. But I thought, hang on a minute, if I'm training someone on Zoom, that means everyone's going to be relying on online. So I thought, why don't you start doing Instagram Lives? Um, and at first, it was a bit of a worry, because I was like, what if no one turns up? What if no one joins a workout? It's going to look really bad of me, um, which you don't want. Yeah. But fortunately for me, I had thousands of people join. Uh, and it only grew. I, I grew with 100,000 followers during that lockdown period, which was class. Managed to raise money for charity. And a lot of money for charity, which gave me the confidence to go, okay, if I do my own thing, online platform, then it's going to do well. So that's what gave yeah. me the confidence to then step away from Instagram and do my own thing, and it's paid off, mate. It's been really good, successful so far. So I'm I'm, I'm absolutely delighted. And like I mentioned before, we start recording this uh, podcast. It's hard to champion, it's hard to like celebrate because obviously I know how many people might out there might be struggling, you know, and suffering. Uh, but there's a lot of people who are struggling with their work, but they said to me that they're doing my workouts every single day and it's keeping them motivated. It's keeping them, do you know what I mean? Alive every single day. So, so I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. good.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. And I, yeah, I wouldn't, as much as uh, I, I I totally understand where you're coming from, from that, from that point of view where like, yeah, you're, you're one of the, the lucky ones that have, do you know what they, you put in some hard work, Let's be honest. The last six years leading up to what's yeah, yeah. happened, you've you've worked for it. You know, you've put in the the work behind closed doors, and it's not like it's just happened overnight. Um, but yeah, you've you've seen an opportunity. You've sort of jumped it with, with both hands, and it, and it's paid off for you, um, and it's incredible. So, understanding that what you're doing is benefiting people, keeping them sane, keeping them fit, keeping them active is is incredibly rewarding. And I think that's why myself and you probably do our, our job is because we're very passionate about, mm-hmm. you know, helping other people and making that other people feel, feel better about themselves. Not everyone, luckily, can wake up in the morning and and smile and and have a fantastic day, you know, and be as positive and as forward-thinking as the likes of maybe myself and you. Um, yeah, but and I like day, the fact...
1: That, that, there are days where I'm not waking up happy and smiling. Like, yeah. We are normal as well. Yeah. We are human as well. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the big things that I kind of want to get across if my social media and also for people just to kind of understand look, we are all human. I am not someone who's been dropped on this earth to like try and better the lives of other people because I'm, I'm the best at it. I'm not. Like, mm, yeah. I've got my own flaws. I've got my own weaknesses. It doesn't mean that you know, it doesn't, I don't, I don't believe that I'm better than anyone. I also, you know, know that at times I could probably le- I need to lean on someone else. But one thing I do know I'm very good at is just trying to take the positive situations from all the negative and try and focus mm-hmm. on them rather than like mm-hmm. grasp the negative and hold on to that. Cause that's just going to naturally bring you down anyway. Right.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. And that's in any industry that you're in. Um, if you let those negatives beat you up, they will massively be, like, like beat you up. So you've really got to focus on keeping yourself positive. And that's for good habits, waking up every single day, getting your early workout in, having a good breakfast, um, trying yourself with good people, listening to podcasts, which are going to help motivate, inspire you, um, unfollow people on Instagram who don't motivate or inspire you, who might be unrealistic. There's loads of sort of things that so many people can do, but people have been made more aware about that today like myself for example on instagram i unfollow loads of people that were irrelevant re- to me my circle friendship group has got smaller and now i'm sharing myself with people who can bring positive energy to the table who are ambitious um and right. of course i look after my nutrition my diet my sleep and i train them regularly which keeps me uplifted so yes like we said we're all human yeah, exactly we all right. have our bad days but it's about what you do about it to make sure that you're always constantly positive and uplifted or the best you can be yeah
0: exactly that for sure, yeah, it's 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 so important. Um, social media as a tool. So something that you cottoned onto pretty early on. Um I know that you're probably one of the first people that I was following back a long time ago who really sort of yeah. drove it and saw it as a real tool to um you know, grow your grow your brand, grow grow who you, you are as a as a as a person today. Mm-hmm. Um how do you feel since you started it? How do you feel social media has sort of transitioned? What do you do you think it's incredibly positive now? Do you think there's still a lot of work to be done on social media and how some some social media accounts can be interpreted? Um, what's your view on social media as a as a platform now and how it's grown you?
1: Well, for now, like you're always constantly having to adapt. You have to adapt to algorithms. You have to adapt to the the, the, the the like for example, IGTV came out, so all your Efforts were had to be put on IGTV. Now reels are the biggest thing because obviously Instagram are trying to compete with TikTok, and now mm. you have to create these cheesy reels to gain more views and gain followers. Like almost you have to become a comedian these days. So it's a lot difficult mm. and a lot different to say two years ago when you could provide really good uh, content, which is going to help people uh, showcase good workouts, and it'll go off the roof. You get tens of thousands of saves simply because you use the hashtag core workout and millions of people will mm. see that. That's completely changed now. It's all about reels, 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 reels. And in a real you only got 15, yeah. 30 seconds to try and catch someone's eye for them to then go into your profile for them to follow you. And that only way doing that mate is becoming becoming either having your top off doing stupid exercises to catch people's eyes. So it's a lot different yeah. to it was a year ago, two years ago. And I found myself in the garden doing these videos. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? This is <laughs> this might actually like yes, this it might gain me followers. Me. This might gain me a few <laughs> followers, but it actually is cringing me big time. It's killing my brand. So, at the minute, I'm refusing to do it. I'm just focusing on what I'm good at, and that's delivering good workouts. Yeah. And if people choose to follow me, they choose to follow me. Luckily for me, I'm at a stage where yes, gaining even more followers would help my business, etc. But I'm at a situation where I'm 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 quite I'm I'm at a good level. and If I concentrate on um like on my current following then that's going to benefit me in my business so i'm not too worried yeah. about reaching a million followers like i was before because instagram is completely different now and the only way i get to a million followers is if i become a bit of a clown and that's the way i see it yeah so all the personal <laughs> trainers out there who are trying to grow their following and really blah blah don't worry about too much just focus on growing a strong following base um and what i mean by strong is say you only have 200 200 followers make sure those 200 followers are really engaged with what you do
0: yeah exactly and you're kind of providing them value and they see your work as something that's going to benefit them right rather than just yeah. you know posting for the sake of posting or like thinking that you like i i definitely went for a stage where i was like oh, i must post once a day i must keep up with everyone else yeah. you know you're looking around everyone else and at the end of the day, everyone's also got to remember Instagram is a highlight reel of people's lives. It's not yeah, yeah. their real life. It's just for the likes of yourselves. It's it's a marketing tool. It's your website. It's a way to um, showcase who you are as a as a business and a brand. Um, but to other people, it's just you know, look at what look what I had for dinner last night. Um oh, cool. So it's, it's 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 so so different, and it's interpreted by each individual in a different way. Someone someone could see. A post that you've done as incredibly positive and valuable, another person could see it as very, oh, he's showing off, or like, oh, like he yeah, shouldn't or- be doing, you know. So it's like, how how do you combat the, the ways different people interpret your your social media and your your posts?
1: Yeah, well, I just learned from from early on, you can't always win, you know. You're gonna, like you say, you can have people enjoying your content, you can have people slagging it off, uh, you can have trolls, you can have people creating fake accounts. Uh, trolling you and you can have other personal trainers calling you out for not being a good personal trainer just because you're not you ain't, you ain't steroid up and you ain't ripped enough do you know what I mean I've had the whole shebang mate and it's been a massive learning curve I, at, at the age I am at now obviously I've been six seven years in the, on the Instagram and in, in in this game nothing bothers me nothing bothers me you know I'm so focused now on just building me as a person building my brand building the future really so Instagram Back in the day, mate, I'd be on my phone constantly. Now I can post and I put my phone away. I won't even worry about how many likes I've got. I won't even worry about all the comments yeah. I'm getting. Whereas before, I used to refresh, refresh, refresh. I'd go on holiday and it wasn't to relax. It was like, okay, what can I do? What can I showcase? What can I do this with? Okay, where's the best spots to do a workout? Where's this like? I never switched off. And as I got older, now I've realised it's not all about that. It's about
0: quality yeah.
1: rather than quantity. You know? Um, yeah, agreed. But I am guess I'm glad I put all that graft in. It's been seven years on yeah, nonstop, exactly. mate. But, uh, but, yeah, exactly but yeah. now I've taken the backseat a little bit. Still grafting, don't get me wrong. Still working with likes of Under Armour, my protein and creating that content and still delivering good workouts for, for my followers. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm lucky. And I'm in a fortunate position now where I don't have to rely on Instagram for my income and I'm now relying on a knack, you know? And don't get me wrong, yeah. social media is your billboard. It's your free, it's free. It's free, it's free advertising, isn't it? So, of course, of course I'm going to constantly exactly. keep advertising myself and keep refreshing things, but I'm not 100%, 100%, 100, going 100 miles an hour on Instagram like I used to. Yeah, it, it, N does N fe- it does life. It does. affect your mental health, mate. It does. When you're constantly chasing, 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 it does, does eventually take its toll. So I'm lucky I'm in that position now where I've matured, yeah. um, uh i'm focusing on a what's it called a business rather than followers which i was before
0: yeah a, a social media strategy yeah for sure uh, and it's, it's a very yeah, humbling humbling position to being you know you've 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 put in the hard work and it, it's paid off for you and you're now focusing on something that there's obviously a lot more of a, a passion that's going to yeah at the end of the day, it's a, it's a business. It's something that you're going to grow and see as your baby and how you can develop it. You know, the only way you can develop a social media page is to to post and put content out. Yeah. There are so many ways you can now put energy into your business and develop your business in in whatever way you want. So having a focus as that being the main focus is it's pretty amazing. Yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah, the goal for me was I want to become an entrepreneur rather than an Instagram influencer, you know? That's, you know, yeah. that's the goal for mine and it, 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 it's happening.
0: What's but next? There's nothing wrong with, what's, next?
1: Uh, what's next? So for me, always setting myself goals. So um, we want to reach a certain amount of subscribers for sure on, 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 on the app. The app is coming up. So we bring out the mobile and the TV app next month, which is class. So we're updating, which is currently just a website. we now turning into an app, which is class. Um, and to continue growing that, mate. can like, we try and compete with the likes of peloton why not say aim high uh, There's just incredible right. apps out there as well there's some incredible apps out yeah. there already and, um different companies so uh, yeah just try and compete with them uh, and keep pushing obviously i'd love to have a gym i would love to have my own gym one day i'd love to have my own cafes one day but for me that was the goal back in the day when before like apps and stuff came out was like, okay, I'm gonna get this social media following. I'm then gonna have my own gym. It's gonna be successful. Yeah. Did my research into that. I realized how much hard graft it is to have your own gym. It's tough. It is.
0: It is. It is, it is yeah.
1: very tough. Um. So for me, the main focus is, is building this up and keep growing and growing and growing it.
0: Yeah. And at and then the day you've you as a as a business and a brand and 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 a, so as a person have to also develop with the times as well, right? It was very much the way to go when you were when you when you started out in the industry you know you yeah. you get to a position where you have enough money in the bank you maybe find someone who you want to work with and you open up your own space and and off you go and you now got your own your own gym whereas yeah you know we now have technology we now have social media we now have mm. so many avenues that we can go down as a as a fitness professional i suppose to 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 make make something of yourself and also make a pretty decent business right it's yeah, um, it's not it's not just the route to go down now to just open a gym and I've looked into it myself and, and yeah, you're, you're very right when it's the numbers that you got to to be hitting and you've got that rent looming over your head and you've got a certain amount of members you have to be getting through the door to achieve a a decent, decent income. It's it's not easy. Um, And that's not to say that, setting up an app is not easy. That's not to say that going down the road oh, no. to play more, more online is not easy, but it's just a totally different way of working, I suppose, and a totally different way of growing a fitness business.
1: No, of course. like Having an app, the investment you have to put into it is is massive. It is massive. Um, so before, prior to this app, I made my first app uh, and I was with Adidas at the time. Uh, and I filled all my content in Adidas. I then obviously signed with Under Armour. So the first app had to be scrapped, all the content. So that's obviously a <laughs> lot of money wasted. And a lot
0: of time. Do you know what time. I mean? That was
1: mad. And then I started filming, in this time, non-clothing. I've had Under Armour shoes, but non-clothing, just in case that came out a year later and it wasn't with Under Armour anymore. So I learned from that lesson. Um, and then the pandemic hit. And I realised that's when live workouts was a new thing. And live workouts was... <laughs> the next level so then i scrapped that so i spent a lot of money on that which i then decided to scrap so now third time run i'm now focused on this uh and i'm going full with the live workouts um, and having a team of trainers working for me so yeah mate i've learned along the way i've spent a lot of money um wasted a lot of money but that's what that's what happens you have to you yeah, have to be that. willing to invest and learn and if it doesn't pay off go again which i've done now this is my third time running so yeah, yeah mate. It's, it. it hasn't been. It hasn't been all successful. <laughs> it's been challenging. Uh, there's been a lot of stressful, sleepless nights. Um, but I'm thankful that it's paying off now.
0: Nice, nice. And uh, before we sort of finish up, any sort of key takeaways that that people listening can sort of. Maybe, maybe do themselves and practice themselves is there anything that you do religiously let's say before you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning or are there certain sort of habits you've got yourself into to better your performance and better the way that you sort of go day by day because being self-employed and being an entrepreneur it's not easy time management I know is, is yeah. tough you know how do you how do you focus how do you sort of like maneuver your day and your week
1: um well I mentioned it before like I said I was
0: so obsessed with my phone I was constantly on
1: it the first thing I did or the last thing I did or the last thing I did was on my phone the first thing I did was on my phone um so I've learned to step away from that now um at night now I'm reading books I'm reading three chapters a night instead of on my phone looking at what other personal trainers are doing what other people are doing don't me wrong and that does help looking at what other people are doing because you obviously get new ideas and but I was constantly doing it always uh and it was affecting me big time so for me, it's just focus on yourself, open improving your knowledge, uh, focus on consistently improving your own health, um, uh, creating good content, um, which is just everything I'm doing and just not looking too much into it and not worrying too much. Um, so yeah, that's, it's tough really because I'm just trying to come out with all these new things, but it's just so simple literally just focus on yourself and don't get sucked into this world of i have to be what everyone else is doing i have to be creating content every single day i have to be posting this content even if it's not content i want to do i still got to be posting it don't get sucked into that world just focus on on yourself um, and building your own brand in a successful way
0: incredible nice amazing and um, for people that wanted to know a little bit more about you, where, where can they find you? Where are the best places for them to, to look? Um, I know you have a book as well. We haven't actually brought up the book. Yeah. You have your own book, Get It Done.
1: Yeah, so that came out about two, two three years ago now. So that's where the Get It Done first came. Like, that's when we started the whole branding, Get It Done. Um, so my sister, me, my sister actually helped me write the book. So uh, I'm terrible at writing, mate. I had all the ideas in my head. I know exactly what I wanted my book to be, but I just couldn't put (laughs) pen to paper. Do you know what I mean? I really struggled. So actually employing my sister, who's incredible at English, and we sat down together. And we were just talking. We said, what should a book be called? And we went on a weight loss journey, me and my sister. And she said, the amount of times you told me just to get it done, I said, I think your book should be called Get It Done. So fair play to my sister for coming up with the phrase Get It Done. And it's very catchy. Um... Yeah. And I think that's what people know me for now. So yeah, Amazing. so yeah, that's where the get it done started, and that's what we're continuing, mate. Um, but yeah, no, haven't been class as an author. I don't think my English teachers back in the, they'll I think they will be laughing at me now. Thinking, how the hell did you manage that? <laughs> um, but no, yeah, but that's yeah, all fired. you got the mental health magazines. Yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been, it's been a good success so far, mate.
0: Incredible, incredible. Well, Brad, thanks. Really appreciate it, mate. Thanks for coming on to, to the podcast. It's been amazing. I think you've given people a lot of value um, and I'm sure they can take take a lot away from this. Um, so, yeah, thanks for coming on. And um, yeah, that's, that's one, episode mate. two of the Being a Sapien's podcast. Over and out.
1: Take care, mate. All the best.